opposing team sidelined in my home. Um, but, you know, I, just an appreciation. You appreciate the fact that he's one of the brightest minds uh, in, in the game and also an appreciation for the fact that he knew the exact buttons to push because there's plenty of times where uh, you felt like uh, you, you, you gain a new appreciation and passion and it came because of Coach Payton. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he's obviously one of the best to ever do it, and I'm grateful to have been a part of it. Super Bowl champ John Stinchcomb, I can't let you go without saying go dogs. How about it? Go dogs! <laughs> how happy were you that night? Come on, how happy? Oh, unbelievably happy. I mean, you're talking about I've been a, a lifetime dog, and to finally uh, see the team hoist the national championship trophy it's been a long time coming so i can uh i can finally push back on all those former teammates that you know their programs have found a way to get a trophy before ours has and uh finally uh, gain some equal equal footing well john there were a lot of lsu fans here and around the area they were also happy that the georgia bulldogs beat alabama for sure hey, so uh, we'll take it <laughs> uh, yeah yeah and uh and and Grateful for you all, too. It seems like uh, there's a lot of excitement around the Bayou Bengals program as well. What's to come? We'll see what happens, right? Football season around the corner. Uh, John, as always, man, I appreciate the time. Thank you for giving us uh, a little time this Thursday to kind of look, reflect and look back, man. I enjoyed it. And uh, who that? There is Mr. John Stinchcomb. Who that as well? Our two continues right after this break open phone lines the rest of the way in your home for pelicans basketball espn new orleans Just for Pros event is back at Lowe's, and we're celebrating hardworking pros with special savings on the top tools, plus bonus perks to help you with your business. Sign up for Lowe's Pro Loyalty now through January 28th, and you'll get up to $100 off your TurboTax federal tax preparation. Just another way Lowe's makes your job easier. Lowe's, the home for pros. Discount valid on select TurboTax services through 41522. More terms apply, U.S. only. Broadcasters are looking for the best of the best. Announcing the 2022 LAB Broadcast Scholarship Program, two $2,000 scholarships are available to Louisiana broadcasting students. For complete details, please call 1-800-364-7260 or go to broadcasters.org. Deadline for entry is January 28, 2022. The Louisiana Association of Broadcasters Scholarship Program, good for you, good for us, great for Louisiana. When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets makes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets King Cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Stones. Don't believe me, he is no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. Our thanks to Mike Carney, Lance Moore, Connor Payton, and Mr. John Stinchcomb. If you missed any of those interviews, you'd like to go check them out. Jordan, how can people do that eventually? Yeah, you could go to our website, ESPNRadioNola.com, and they'll be up there. Click on it. Also be up on SoundCloud, ESPN Radio NOLA, and on the Apple Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, mm-hmm. type in ESPN Radio NOLA again, and you'll be able to listen to all three hours and the individual 
interviews of those four people that Gus just recently mentioned. If you'd like to chime in as well on our question of the day, you can do so at ESPN Radio NOLA or give us a call. Buddy will answer it at 800-998-1003. Yeah, and that question of the day is, with the Bears and Broncos hiring a coach, where do you rank the Saints' job with seven remaining openings? Like Gus said, at ESPN Radio NOLA over on Twitter. Rod Walker put out the list before the two hires here with the Broncos and Bears. Had the Saints as the third, I guess, most desirable or best situation um, in terms of coaching doing that. Broncos and the Raiders are one, two. Raiders won, Broncos two. They've hired today Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers offensive coordinator, which a lot of people feel that that's a way to lower Aaron Rodgers. Also, the Bears hired Colts defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus, which I find interesting because it kind of maybe puts to the point of maybe where the Saints sort of go. We had Cajun Goat. And again, everybody can have their opinion. I want to hear because now this is where we are. What, what do you want to see the Saints do? I think there's an overwhelming majority, Jordan. And we'll discuss this in hour three because I have no guest. We just want to talk. Um, that you try to keep as much continuity as possible. Right? Because it would make sense. Because while Daniel Jeremiah put out there yesterday on Twitter, and he's like, if I'm another team, you know, I, I'm calling out the Saints veterans because it's you know, about to blow it up, rebuild, and all that. I, I don't feel that way. Do you? Like, I, I don't think... Yes, there's a sense of, well, if Sean's not in charge, because, I mean, you... You heard from former players. You heard from Lance Moore. Look, it's going to be different, smell different, look different. I mean, it, 90%. I mean, he said it himself, 90%. is run by Sean, you know? So I, I think when you see the optimism, where do you think it comes from? Because I do feel that some Saints fans are optimistic. Or, or is it just me, Jordan? I, I do feel like I still think the Saints can be a, a good team next year. Now, I, I know Sean is gone, and Sean's a big part of that, but maybe a reason for that to maybe be that way is if you do elevate Dennis Allen. Now, they did request permission to interview Byron Leftwich and Aaron Clark, uh, Aaron Glenn. And just a few minutes ago, Ian Rappaport over on Twitter, the Saints will conduct a full coaching search with defense coordinator Dennis Allen being the favorite to eventually get the job. So, and again, it, it's look, it, it's what makes sense, I think, because it's the easiest thing to sort of do in, in terms of keeping continuity and in terms of being able to win with what you have right now. If I didn't have Jordan Demario Davis, Cam Jordan, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, one of the top safeties in the league, right? And again, you have to make that decision on Marcus Williams. A line that, when healthy, I think can be better and things like that. If I didn't have that, maybe I am doing a, well, maybe let's try to bring in a new voice or a new thing. Now, look, I understand just by keeping certain members of the staff doesn't mean that you're, it's Sean Payton light, right? Does that make sense? Like, but maybe that's kind of what makes sense. Right now, we, we've talked about the quarterback position as a maybe bridge post Drew to find eventually that next franchise quarterback. Now, mind you, there are organizations that have been doing that for 20, 30 years, right? Trying to find that next franchise quarterback. But I think it just make, it just, it makes sense because you can, as Sean would say, have the vision. We can envision. If Allen becomes the head coach, either Nielsen or Richard, you move him to defensive coordinator, right? Pete Carmichael, Christmas. Who better to understand what Sean's philosophy is than literally the man that's been with them the entire time? You know, and, and calling plays and did game plans with Drew and did all. I mean, who better to do that? Now, I'm not saying that he is Sean, but you got to imagine some of that rubs off on you, right? You would think. 
So again, it sort of, it just makes sense because of what you have. Cause I do think you have a team that can compete. Don't you? I do. I mean, you had like uncharacteristically catastrophic stuff happen to you this year. You're starting quarterback lost to injury. COVID situations. You coach games without your staff. You, you played a game basically with, you know, a flag football team. No offense, that Cowboys game, right? I mean, it's, and you, you came up another team's victory short of the playoffs. Shane, I see you, sir. Uh, it's the top of the hour. So let me hit the break. Then I can give you your full time. It's the Sports Hangover Hour 3, wide open. If you like to chime into the conversation, feel free to do so. It's the Sports Hangover in your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Your new Ford dealership in Lafourche Parish is Calvin Braxton Ford. You may need your vehicle serviced, but you don't want to drive too far. Get ready for some good news. The Calvin Braxton Ford Service Department in Lockport is now open. And better yet, they truly want to keep your vehicle running at its best. Now offering a special on gas-only oil changes, just $39.95 up to five quarts. Plus, with four new tires, your alignment is only $69.95. Yeah, Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, sight-standing seam in over 20 colors, plus 26 and 29 gauge AZ-50 and AZ-55 Gavalume, backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic-coated Gavalume. Buy direct and save Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516, online at reedsmetals.com. Hey, Ray Maliazzi here. Have you ever cooked a really fine gourmet meal? Yeah, me neither. (laughs) But I'm told it all comes down to the ingredients. And when I need ingredients to improve my car, the place I go is eBay Motors. Whether you roasted your last transmission, graded your current floor mats, or pureed your side view mirror on a lamppost, eBay Motors has the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. And by the way, if you recently fired up your grill, don't worry, eBay Motors has grills too. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Matt Nagy is out in Chicago. Mike Zimmer is out in Minnesota. Of those two jobs, which NFC North job is more attractive, do you think? I honestly think it could be Minnesota. Minnesota's got some pieces in place, both on the defense and the offensive side of the ball. They got young receiver, young quarterback, I mean, young running back. Thielen's is still there, healthy. Uh, they got a young tight end. I, I, I like Minnesota. How about you, Chicago Jeff? seems like it's the more attractive because it's Chicago, the pop, the media. But I would agree with Keo, Minnesota. Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, the pieces that they have there, you would think offensively they're probably the most talented team if Aaron Rodgers does leave in that division next year. And Kirk Cousins may not be the answer long term, but he's good now. Yes. And well, you can move on, you can move on from Kirk Cousins yeah. if you choose to do something. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Whoa, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, Joe. 800-998-1003. Sean Payton asked by Dan Patrick on this national radio show earlier this morning to give analysis on a couple of playoff instances. We'll hear from that here in a little bit. Our thanks to Mike Carney, Lance Moore, Connor Payton, Sean's son, and Mr. John Stinchcomb. We wrapped up last hour as well before we get to Shane Jordan, if you missed any of those interviews, how can people listen to it later on today? Yeah, go to ESPN Radio NOLA over on our website. Click on the podcast. Go to the Sports Hangover. And then click on the most recent one that was just uploaded, and that will be uploaded after 3 o'clock. Or if you missed any, this past hour I just uploaded the last hour of the show over on SoundCloud, so you could go check that out. Or you could go to the podcast App over on Head Apple coach Podcast. Kenny Farrell is going to walk in here in a quick second, give us a preview of tonight's Team USA matchup. Um, Shane, thank you for giving us a call here today. What you got, buddy? 
Hey, Bruce, how y'all doing today? Doing well, man. I've been kind of kind of figuring things out, and I'm thinking about the coaching staff. What what coaching? What a new coaching staff versus keeping the continuity with Dennis Allen taking over or Carl Michael taking over. All right. What staff would have the more would have more pressure to be Sean Payton like? Would the pressure be too much on Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael? Would would fans look at them to be more Sean Payton-ish? Hmm, interesting. Rather than bringing in a new staff and, and with a clean slate? So you think almost it'd be a constant comparison? Yeah, if, if you keep, let's say you keep everybody on staff or or 90% of your staff right. one of them up to and bring in somebody to replace them or, or, or promote and just bring in another position coach or something. Would we as fans and uh, our analysts, would they be constantly compared to Sean Payton and would it be too much pressure on them to be Sean Payton? Whereas if you bring in uh, – Carwell, who was, I forget what his first name is, um, and he brings in a totally new staff, would they wiping that clean slate away hmm. and starting over fresh, would it, would it lessen see, the pressure on I, him to be Sean Michael? Well, no, I, mean, I, I, I can Sean see, Michael. look, I can oh, see the, right. I can see what you're getting at, Shane, um, in terms of sort of like, you know, you, you have a dominant figure and a guy that you're following, such as, you know, Jimmy Johnson or coaches that are sort of one, you know, moving, Forward now, sort of like with Green Bay when you went from Favre to Rodgers. I think the Steelers. I'm trying to think of another team, man. When you went from, you know, no the coward to Tomlin. I mean, right. I mean, <laughs> like that doesn't happen where you not only get a right. replacement, but that replacement wins a Super Bowl. Goes away. Right. The guy that replaces him wins two Super Bowls in Tomlin. I mean, it's, you don't, that, that would, that would be what you would like. Sure. Um, but I'll say this along those lines, the reason they did that was to kind of keep it Steeler like, right? But to your right. point, I right. see what you're saying in that, man, you're trying to come in. It's almost like replacing a legendary Hall of Fame quarterback, isn't it? Right. I mean, you're, Right. arguably replacing a Hall of Fame coach that meant so much and did so much, there's going to be natural comparisons regardless. So if you bring in a Jim Caldwell, you bring in anybody else, you bring in anybody, um, or you keep a current member of the staff, it undoubtedly, unfortunately, is going to bring comparisons one way, shape, or form. If it's Carmichael calling the plays, it could be the guy in Buffalo. It could be, you know, right. anybody. Um, the enemy. It, it's, well, you know, He's different than Sean or, or, you know, Sean did more of this. It's, I, I think whoever it is, it's going to be tough at right. And I almost wonder, Shane, if it just makes more sense to because of that. And again, may, maybe I'm short sighted, but I, I watched that game against Tampa. And did you remotely at all think that Sean wasn't on that sideline? Do you get what I'm getting no, at? You couldn't, you couldn't tell right. And, no. and, and, and the, I think but the I main about... reason is not just the staff. I think is what you have in the locker room. You have four or five captains. You have, you know, a team that knows how to work together, a team that plays for one another, a team that understands that current culture. So I guess if I didn't have that and didn't have an identity like the Bears and the Broncos, what are their identity? They're, they're going and get somebody to give them their identity. I think the Saints have one. Right now, it's defensive-minded. They have one of the best running backs in the NFL. When healthy, Michael Thomas hopefully will be one of the best receivers as well. You you have your identity. You almost just – it's almost like in, in, in service, right, in the Navy, like you constantly change COs and XOs for a reason after so many years because of a burnout right. and you keep it rotating – but that's kind of what I saw to see like see it right. I mean, you I you want to have a constant, I think, to an extent. In this case, particularly, you're not looking for someone to bring an identity. You're not bringing for you're not looking for somebody to, you know, create a, a face or, you know, 
grab the, the the pants tighter because you know they're 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 not a good team. There's no direction. I don't think that's the case at all in New Orleans. I think you just need a new CO. It's not going to be the eight, the same CO, but a lot of times the CO is the XO, and he gets elevated and promoted, and he gets his own ship for a couple of years. And I I think until the crop of Jordan Davis, you know, and others bid farewell. Honestly, that makes the most sense to me. I thought about LSU when Brian Kelly came in and and people were angry That's when he fired, yeah. uh, fired Moffitt. Yeah. And I was angry when he let Corey Raymond go and right. uh, and Kevin Fox. I'm like, these, these guys are LSU. And But I, I after doing all of that, I saw what he was doing. Yeah. They've been there for so long and hard to see it. Exactly been, right, Shane. It won, is, but it hasn't been consistent. Right, and, and not just that. Did, you didn't have that culture of team. You didn't have that right. team. It didn't have that same sense and feel. You had off the field issues. Yes. You had stuff, and, and in that situation, with what's going on at the university, that makes sense. <laughs> Pressure yes, washing. Yes, no, I hear you. Right. Here, I think it's a little different. But I'm. You know? I'm with him. I'm with him. Whatever way they go, I, I believe black and gold, and I, I I trust Mickey Loomis and and Mrs. B, and and I'm gonna roll with them either way. But I just was that's some just some of the things that I've been thinking about in um in the last couple of days. And let me ask you this, and I'm, I'll let you go. So he's not he's we still own his rights because he was under contract. Correct. What I'm understanding. Yes, through 2024. So, yes. He would have if if he decides to come back, somebody would have to trade for him. Yes, it's the same thing. You remember the um, not Deion Sanders, uh, Barry Sanders, right? Remember he retired because the Lions okay. wouldn't let and, him out. And Calvin Johnson. Yeah, Calvin. Calvin same Johnson. thing. They came back. They're still under contract. Okay. All right. I understand. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Guys. Jerry, gonna have to pony job. up, Shane. I wouldn't let him go. I'd, I'd tell him whoever was coaching at the time, y'all. I know. But I, I think, look, you have to. You still get some compensation. I know. I know. I know. But I wouldn't make it easy on him. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I, I'm the same way. Sean, thank you for everything. It's the Cowboys. You know, I mean, Bruce yeah, Arians, no, they, Tampa had to do that with the Cardinals, with Bruce Arians. But it, it was a low round yeah. trap. This is completely different. You know, especially yeah, because of that. Oh, no, we're, we're starting at one. Prescott. Oh, you you want yeah. that? <laughs> you want that? Yeah, okay. Give me that. All right. It's two years removed from now, though. He's not going to do it this year, and I don't know if he'll do it next, the yeah, year after that. But we'll see. Thank you, Shane. All right, buddy. All right, man. Appreciate the phone conversation here. Head coach Kenny Farrell will talk after uh, this break, sir, uh, about why you're here because it's a big game for Team USA Soccer. It's going to be cold. It's chilly. It's snowing right now in Columbus. But I want to get your opinion on that. Being a coach. As well, following, or can, can you think of a situation in, you know, the APL or just, you know, soccer in general where you have had a coach that meant a lot, whether to that team or whatever, and has to be followed? How difficult is that? Oh, Sir Alex Ferguson, Manchester United. Uh, downward spiral of Manchester United, who were obviously top of the world, but, mm -hmm. you know, Real Madrid, Barcelona, and those. And. We're going on, I think, nine years, and it's been very hard to replicate, very hard to step up to, very hard to fill the shoes, and they're still struggling with it, and they're uh, not, you know, underachieving basically every year. We're going to get to uh, if you'd like to follow a coach like that, and what what mm -hmm. pressures do you think whoever that is <coughs> has that? Like Shane was just saying, there's going to be comparisons. Let me get to Randy first before the break. Mm -hmm. Randy, thanks for calling the Sports Hangover. How are you? Guys, how you doing, brother? Doing well, man. Hey, what's up, Jordan? How you doing, too, brother? Hey, look, I'm doing good. What about you? I, 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 I'm doing I'm working, man. I had to pull over because I wanted to tell y'all this. <laughs> hey, man, I was always in the Dennis Allen camp. Uh -huh. I was because he knows the personnel. and But then, you know, I kind of stepped back and took my black and gold glasses off. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I really like Doug Peterson. Uh, you know, he won a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. Okay. Um, you know, you could debate whether Foles was better than Wentz, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, he beat Belichick. He beat Brady. I don't really remember his record as far as NFC East, but I'm sure he won his division. They either won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I believe they got rid of him because 
he didn't want Wentz anymore or the owner didn't want Wentz, but they didn't fire him because he was a bad coach. Um, I believe he coached high school up in North Louisiana around Monroe. He's got a house in Louisiana. Um, and he's an offensive guy. And um, I believe he's got a knack with quarterbacks. You know, he can find a quarterback. He can develop a quarterback. Right. And, you know, I know Dennis Allen is a defensive guy, and you can bring on an offensive coordinator. But I just believe, you know, especially these days, that you need an offensive coach to get a quarterback, develop them, call plays. I mean, if you look at all the teams up in the, in, in the playoffs, they all have offensive coaches. So I, I like Doug Peters. Okay. We'll put you down for Doug Peterson. And, and it's interesting because, again, I think a lot of people are sort of looking at that. Is it an offensive mind? Is it a defensive mind? And the reason I, I, I brought up early the beginning of the show, um, as we go to break here, bud, uh, the Bears hired a defensive coordinator from the Colts. You know, and Matt Eberflus. I don't like that. With Justin Fields. Now, keep that in mind. I mean, that you know right. Justin Fields is going to be your quarterback. There's potential. There's talent there. You would think you bring in an offensive mind to sort of do that. But when Jordan brought that up, I'm like, you know, look what the Saints did this year. They won games with four different quarterbacks. Um, well, three. Four played. Um, and they were defensive-led. It kept them in games. Sometimes they won games because of it. Nine nothing at Tampa. So I, I wonder if you look quick. at it from that perspective. Again, it's maybe based off of what you have, and you know you do have a guy that runs offense and Pete Carmichael. You know, so run your offense, no doubt. You know, so I I think a lot of it of the Saints situation is unique, and I think it's different than say the Texans that have no identity and you don't know what that ownership was or what they're doing with Watson. The Dolphins. I do you want to go coach an organization that clearly they 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 chose Tua over Brian Flores who a lot of people respect. So that's yeah, that, no, that's already no a battle built yeah. in. The Raiders. That's an interesting one, right? Broncos, they went with the Packers offensive coordinator probably in hopes of bringing Aaron Rodgers. Vikings is one that intrigues me. Good team, perennial playoff team. Maybe the the voice just got stale with, with Zimmer. But that's a defensive. It used to be a defensive-minded team. You got one of the top receivers. You got Delvin Cook. Do you keep Cousins? I don't know if that's you, but, you know, it's sort of there. The Bears have no identity. What is there um, that they're trying to get? But maybe they do. It's defensive-minded. You know, they were one of the best teams in defense, or potentially. So, I know. I look again. I look specifically at the Saints, and maybe it's okay to not go offensive-minded because of the makeup. If that makes sense, right? And, and you know, the Saints have like like the, the the three things they were saying that's bad for the Saints as far as like the next coach. They're in salary cap hell, but they always are. They have no quarterback, and they have aging superstars, especially on the defense. Right. They are kind of young on defense, but you know, on the defense, they have some older pieces. Right. But I'm gonna ask you this: with with the with the with the roster we had this year, even with the defensive coordinator Dennis Allen and the defense we had this year, how many coaches win nine games this year besides Sean Payton on this team this year? Yeah, no, I hear you. Look, it's a big loss. Right. I, mean, I don't know. What All right, guys. Thank you, bud. <laughs> thank you, Randy. Appreciate it. Uh, don't forget tomorrow. Mobile sports betting goes live. DraftBooks Sportsbook. Go download it. Use the code LaRose. 100 bucks and free bets waiting for you. No deposit required, but you have to do it before it goes live. It goes live, like, I guess, what, midnight? 12.01. Technically, it becomes Friday. So go do it now. Quick break. We come back. Head Coach Kenny Farrell. More of your phone calls. We'll interchange everything. So don't go anywhere. Sports Hangover at ESPN New Orleans. Bought Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade-in. Or check the inventory online Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now.
The cleanup continues from the recent storms, and we want you to know that nobody can get a metal roof or metal building to you faster than Reed's Metals in Brookhaven. For all your metal building components, Reed's Metals has it all in stock. Roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlins, and more. Our metal building frames are American-made steel, all put together by certified welders. Metal buildings and everything you need with quick delivery, too. When you call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, 601-823-6516 or online at reedsmetals.com. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. A new era. TGMC is now Terrebonne General Health System. This change reflects our transition to more of an all-around healthcare partner rather than just a healthcare provider. With new facilities, new innovations, and new ways to help you, we've done more than change our name. We've changed our future. To see what's new at Terrebonne General Health System, visit TGHealthSystem.com. <laughs> 106 miles to Chicago, we've got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Get to Williams here in a quick second. Kenny, you said something. Head coach Kenny Farrell of the Jesters are going to preview. You were saying Honduras tonight. Um, Not Honduras, El Salvador. One of the things that you thought was interesting, too, when you were listening to the conversation of the yeah. caller about Sean Payton, following him and what it'd be like, even if you were a coach coming in, it's not just what he does in terms of X's and O's, right? There's no. other things that made him who he was. It's the culture. He sets an expectation that you, that you can win no matter what. And that's just not on the field. That's off the field. That's with the people that work. That's for the, the people that work with him off the field, in the office, everywhere. There seems to be a culture around that, around that club that is a winning culture. And then if players believe that they're going to get better in that system and that they have a chance to win Super Bowls. They overachieve most of the time. And mm-hmm. it always seems, no matter what was thrown up against the Saints, they always came back and made it happen. As they, like they had such a, you know, such a tough season this year. And you mentioned something that's interesting, too, that you picked up on. Sean Payne walks in the room. What happens? People stand up. They say, I better get my job done. Yeah. You know, it's, sit up they, straight, they to, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. What's an expected? And we've all been around people like that. Yeah, I mean, that, that I mean to, to an extent, the media sort of did too. Here comes Sean. I mean, you know, it's like, it, it, it's Sean's time. This is what we're doing. And it's Sean's way. I mean, you understood that, um, from that aspect of us. That, that is interesting that you bring that up. Um, Williams, uh, what you got for us, man? William, thank you for giving us a call. Pleasure for you to take my call. Thank you very much. Um, sure. I just wanted to recollect. Uh, well, first of all, I'll tell you, y'all are doing a great job about reminiscing with the past, with the past players and, uh, talking about the future. But when I knew that Coach Payton was the real deal was when we traded up to draft Antonio Pittman out of Ohio State. Yep. And we already had uh, Deuce on the roster, and we brought in an undrafted free agent by the name of Pierre Thomas, and Pierre Thomas outperformed Pittman. And so many times coaches marry themselves to their draft picks, GMs marry themselves to their draft picks. And Sean Payton said, Pierre Thomas is a better back for this team. And all they gave up to get Antonio Pittman went out the window. But our team was better for it because he didn't have the ego mm-hmm. to uh, to stick with stick with what was ended up being a bad decision instead of making he another bad decision. He was a foundational decision. piece of that team winning the Super Bowl. Look, a different sport, but you're still a coach, Kenny. How mm-hmm. hard is that to unmarry yourself or to see and go by what you see on, in your case, the pitch or or, or during training? As opposed to, you know, you want to bring in this guy, you think he's going to be good, but he's being outplayed. What do you do? Well, you make the right move. you got to do what's in the best interest of the organization and winning. And if you're honest with yourself, which is probably why people respected Sean Payton so much, is that he always was. He always stepped up and he'd make that move. And he was confident enough in his own ability and strong enough in his character to do what was right for the organization. And that's why they love him. And, and William Kenny said that during the break, that one thing that he always – stood out to him, again, coach to coach here, 
that he wasn't afraid of what? To get rid of? Release players. The big names. It didn't matter. I mean, remember, Shockey and, I mean, not Shockey, um, Jimmy Graham. I mean, that, that, that was a, that was a big decision, right? You had just paid him, William. It's top not tight end money. And he, and he realized after that 79 season, you got to clean up the locker room and redo the culture. That's right. Still's a high draft pick. Well, I mean, you name it. Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brandon Cooks was a first round draft pick, you know, and, and he, he performed. It wasn't like he wasn't, but he ran his mouth. And the, yeah, do y'all remember? Do y'all remember the year the that we fell in love? I'm sorry. Do y'all remember the year that we all fell in love with Chris Ivory? Chris Ivory was yeah. a back that came in off the bench, and we all fell in love with him. But he couldn't pick up the blocks, and we ended up with Drew on his on his back getting planted, even in games where Ivory had run for a hundred yards. And before you know it, he was out of town. Pierre Thomas is probably the best overall, top to bottom running back in the history of the franchise. Nobody ran a screen pass better than Pierre Thomas. And it took somebody like Sean Payton to recognize that. Yeah, no, I agree, William. I agree. That's why, and you heard well, Lance Moore say it, like no matter whoever comes in, it's, it's a loss. I mean, not, the guy made 90% of the decisions in that building, or at least, um, right. uh, you know, asked. There's very few yeah. people stay around for that long as a head coach in any sport. At yeah. that level. Were you surprised, Kenny? Thank you, William, for the phone call, man. I appreciate it. No, I'm not surprised. Thank I mean, you. He's probably evaluated huh? the future. Yeah, and he's, probably got, he's probably got some options, but, you know, he's newly married too, I believe. So, I don't know. It, 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 you know, if you look at rebuilding the next Saints program, he's probably said, let somebody else get in here and do it. And, you know, he's, he's done his time. So, so uh, you know, kudos to him. He's like, he's, as I say, he's like always a self-confident guy. He knows what he's doing. It's sure. probably very emotionally tough, but um, he's done a brilliant job. All right. Well, we bring you in, sir, because tonight is game one of three within seven days. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy when you look at it. At the same time, I think it's exciting. You know why? <laughs> because if you do your job, then you're in the World Cup, right? I mean, if they if they win two or three or all three, are they in? Like, is there no way that they don't get in? Well, numerically, maybe there is a chance of that, but it's not going to happen. If they win all three of these games, two of them they should okay. easily win. Right. And if they take a point off the other one, I think they're safe. They probably want to get nine points out of it so they can finish on the top of the division. This is the second last round of games prior to going to the World Cup. Right. And um, obviously they want to be ranked as highly as possible when the draw is made in the World Cup so they can get the most favorable games and locations. We both uh, agree. Play. You don't want to get to Mexico, Panama, and Costa Rica needing to win two of those three. Well, they will be because they'll be in the hunt. I mean, Mexico will be there. They'll they'll end up going. But Costa Rica's going to be in the hunt. There's teams that are going to be in the hunt. These two, they're playing, are really out. Honduras, right. But that's El what I'm Salvador. saying. Like, as, as a U.S. team, you don't yeah. want it to leave it to no. those three games. No, you don't. Okay. You don't. You want that. But but they do want to win it all. Um, You know, it's an interesting three games because, you know, the story is cold, frigid, cold, frigid. Yeah, it's 20 it's- degrees tonight <laughs> in Columbus. It's snowing currently. Yeah. So it's, I, I mean, <laughs> football fans love that, right? Lambeau Field. Soccer, not so much. No, soccer, no. Pl- soccer players don't it's like that. It's a lot that. of running. You know, it's an interesting choice. I know why they used to do it. I mean, they would do it with Mexico because they wouldn't play well in the cold. Uh-huh. But in all honesty, um, it didn't matter if they played in a warm climate, that, that they still should beat both of these teams on their home soil. But um, I understand why they do it. Um, you know, it's really, they think it favors them. And you, you're going to make decisions that you think favor you. But, um, you know, I'm glad I won't be at the game and I'll be watching it on television, you know, in a nice warm place. Right. All right. Well, look, um, I won't see you before the game against Canada coming Mm -hmm. up here as well. So Mm -hmm. let's start with that one and we'll finish up with tonight because that's the one that's tied. Well, it's actually above the U.S., right? In the table by a point. Um, They've been a surprise. Uh, Overachieving and certainly playing very well. How does the U.S. match up against them? (laughs) I think we're better. We're we're better squad than they are. I think like we've more depth than they have. But you know they're tactically prepared, as you saw in the last game we played against them, and they're well organized and they've got a lot to play for because it's a rivalry, right? Because Canada's always been in the the shadow of the U.S., so it's a game that really adds that little bit of oomph to the game, and um, and they want to beat them badly, you know, extremely badly. They want to beat them, so it'll be a tough game. You know, I think a draw would be acceptable. We'd need a win. A, a, a loss is not acceptable. Um, we're better than them. But it's going to be Canada, U.S., or Mexico that's going to win this conference, mm-hmm. and it's going to be the number one seed coming out of CONCACAF, our region of the world, that goes to the World Cup. I get for people uh, listening right now, yeah. you, you got to be top three. 
Yeah, they'll be top, the top three, three to be in. So okay. we, we want to be number one, and that Canada sure. game is huge because it's one of those three countries that are going to end up on top of the All table. All right, that's at 2.05 on Sunday, so we'll see what happens there. And that one, as far as tonight, Salvador, what do you make of this one? Well, we should win it hands down, uh, in all honesty. And I think what nobody has spoken about so far is the top of the table is going to be so tight that goal difference is going to be a huge um, a huge factor at the end of it. Just say that Mexico, U.S., and Canada end up with the same points. And that's a possibility that they can end up with the same points. The next, the next high-breaking factor is goal difference. And we, would, we, we should take advantage of this. And if we have an opportunity to score two, three, four, or five goals, have separation of that, we need to do that tonight. So okay. I think they'll win it, but I really think they, they should drum it into them and not take it lightly. All right, Sam, I'm going to get to you in a quick second here. just want to wrap up with Coach Kenny Farrell at the bottom of the hour. Um, when, when you look at matchups tonight, and look, since the World Cup qualifying has taken place, Kenny, we've seen different lineups. Yeah. Players playing here, not yeah. playing there. So let's just kind of start there. Okay. Are the U.S.'s best players available for the next three games in seven days? Well, except for the goalkeeper, I, I think they are. But uh, I think that squad so is Pulisic deep. So and all those guys are yeah. on. Okay. I think that well, I think that squad is deep enough okay. right now that they can handle an injury or two. And your squad needs to be that uh, that deep uh, if you want to go and win this thing. But what I'm, what I'd really like to say is when we started talking about this over two years ago, two and a half years ago, goalkeeping and, um, central defensive pairing was what we said they needed to mm-hmm. drastically improve on. And now I think they have options at the center back position. They look like they have a backbone. They've come through some very tough games. They've actually won games because of their defense. Exactly. Yeah. And, and when, when, when Berhalter, the coach first started out on this, he had some dynamic players that could be creative and look good mm-hmm. and, do different things, but it was really the backbone of the team wasn't there. And, you know, over the last two years, they looked stronger and stronger and stronger in that position, which means that they're not going to give away a lot, which, you know, the back, back line is basically the foundation for everybody else. There's more confidence with your players going forward when they know that your back line is tight, when it doesn't give away a lot. And then you become more creative going forward because they have more confidence in going forward and taking risks. So I think, I think they're in a good place. And I, you know, I do want to, you know, the jury was out on the coach for a long, long time. But when you look at over the last two, you know, two, two and a half. Heard you're buying a car. I brought my calculator. Dad, I already used Capital One Auto Navigator. I found my car online and got pre-qualified instantly instead of all that. You know, those things impact your credit score. Didn't impact my credit score, Dad. Now I'm going to the dealership for a test drive and to make the purchase. Hmm. Sounds too easy. No, it's just easy. Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash Autonavigator. The Just for Pros event is back at Lowe's, and we're celebrating hardworking pros with special savings on the top tools, plus bonus perks to help you with your business. Sign up for Lowe's Pro Loyalty now through January 28th, and you'll get up to $100 off your TurboTax federal tax preparation. Just another way Lowe's makes your job easier. Lowe's, the home for pros. Discount valid on select TurboTax services through 41522. More terms apply. U.S. only. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. Oh, big talker, ain't it? The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Hey, welcome back. Kenny Farrell in the studio with us as we're previewing El Salvador. Sammy, let's go to you, sir. How are you? All right, how are y'all? Doing well. Hey, uh, the whole Sean Payton thing, I think that 
I don't think it'd be really smart to go out and just start rebuilding the whole team. Look, the team isn't bad, okay? We had a ton of injuries when it comes to the offensive side of the ball. That's whether you believe in Jameis or not. I mean, if you look at the seven games he started, he wasn't playing horrible. He was doing what he had to do in order to get the team, you know, to get to get the win, okay? So even if you have to go back with Jameis Winston, it's not that not that big of a deal. Defense is good. Yeah, you're missing a few, few, a few parts offensively, you know, a, a receiver, offensive lineman. You got one of the best backs in the NFL and right. Camara. There is no reason to gut this team and just rebuild. Whoever's saying that, I think it's idiotic. It's just stupid to me. Excuse my language, but I, this thing is dumb. Now, I think you stay with Dennis Allen because he knows the team. He knows the roster. This defense has been on a roll for the last – Two or three years, they've been kicking everybody's butt. You know, right. they just did Tom Brady. There's no reason to, you know, whoever rebuild. Forget all of that nonsense. Look, we're about, we're upside down in the cap. We're going to lose a few pieces like we did last year. Look, Trey Hendrickson, a couple other guys. You know, we had we couldn't resign, and that's going to happen. But for the most part, I think this roster is still a good team. There's no need to go out and, you know, completely rebuild. That that's crazy. I just think it's. That part of it's stupid. No, I'm 100% with you. Like, Sammy, I'm with you. It just doesn't make any sense because of what you have. And, again, you have to look at each situation different, right, Coach? I mean, you look at each situation, yeah. each job opening with its unique challenges and what you do have. it. And this was a situation where Sean Payne was fired. Mm-hmm. He walked away no, from a team I- that, you know, again, I understand everybody has injuries. I get it. Not all the teams this year in the NFL – lost their starting quarterback right. to well, however you want to look at Jameis. Yeah. He was still your starting quarterback to he a knee injury. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and when the you guy go, that I competed with him off. to be the starter in Taysom Hill, he missed five weeks, three with a concussion and two because exactly. he had another injury. Exactly. So, I mean, that's a lot right. of injuries. You had no number one receiver. None. Zero. No. Not, not okay, he's okay. And, you, and, and really, your top receiver was probably like a number three at best, you yeah. know, in uh, – Callaway, you know, so yeah, and, you play the and, Panther and game think, without your staff. I mean, he literally had a secretary like upstairs I don't think, <laughs> helping out. I don't the think there's, I don't think there's an offensive coach that really blows it away. Everybody talks about Eric Bellamy, and uh, you know, we want to interview Byron Leftwich. But right. look, not, take nothing away from those guys. Those guys are great play callers. They're great coaches. They do what they do. Yep. But you got to think, Eric Bellamy has Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Eric the enemy is not coming along from Who? Kansas City, that's for sure. And, and to your point, which is why, and again, then, maybe it does surprise some people, the Bears, but it sort of makes sense. Look at what the Saints did this year. To your point, we just said the defense took to the field, kept them in games, if not even won those games. So why not stay with that right. situation? And now he has the power to go get even more if, players. And if we didn't have, if we had a decent kicker, we probably win. What two, three yeah. uh, more of those games? You know Sammy, what I mean. I'm so, with you. It's not like I, like I said bad. to me, it's it makes sense. It makes sense. And the guy that calls plays and was with Sean Payton and helped come up with the game plan, you just say, "All right, here's the headset." Pete Carmichael. Okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah here's the headset. Right. Now you get to push the green yep. button. I mean, I just, right. I mean, honestly, it just makes sense to me. I don't know. Thank you, Sammy, for the phone call. That's I appreciate right. it. That's right. Thank you, man. Yep, for sure. I mean, right? I mean, it's continuity. How important is that as a coach? On a staff um, and understanding one another. Oh, I mean, it, the continuity is very important. But, you know, the, the new leader that comes in there, uh, inside or outside, is going to have his own ideas about players. Okay. And you're going to have to go with that. You're going to have to buy into it. And the players are going to have to buy into it. And so whatever he sells to the players, they've got to believe in because they still got to perform. So it's it's going to be a good point. Ha- it's going to be hard shoes I mean, it's going to be different. I mean, come on. I mean, it's very hard shoes to fill. Again, yeah. the Pro Football Hall of Fame Twitter account tweeted, uh, with the announcement of his retirement, Sean Payton is eligible for 2027. I mean, when, <laughs> when they're doing that, that's how he's viewed. I yeah. mean, it's, to your point, you brought up the man you guy. I mean, it's, it's a team moving on without their greatest player. It's, it's, it's hard to move on from players that make that kind of an impact. Mm-hmm. Um, who needs to have a good game tonight for the U.S.? And we'll get the general D. Well, I think that the forward line needs to, need to, I think hopefully it's, hopefully, um, um, pe- um, um, way I can play, and if if Pulisic, I'm not sure. I haven't seen I haven't seen the last squad that came out, but if if Pulisic is playing, uh, I don't know if he is or he isn't. But um, he would need a good game. But I think I'll, I'll go back to what I said to you before. I think 
that holding the, the two central defenders and the holding midfielder right now, Adams, uh, have just proven to me that they can go and really take on anybody and win. They have enough creativity going forward. I don't know what the lineup is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's been announced yet since I've come in here, but um, but I think the forward line. It's going to be very important that they finish their chances because I think one of the most important things in the run-in this this round and the last round in March is if the teams are close on points, I mean, at level on points, goal difference is going to be important and we're playing the two bottom teams mm-hmm. in the division um, in this trio of games. Uh, even though they're playing Canada, um, they'll need to score goals against them. It looks good. Uh, I was just scrolling just now on they, USMNT. They I do not see a lineup. Yeah, I don't know who the lineup is yet. I see so. it, but I will see. General D, mm-hmm. thank you for calling the show. What you got for us, sir? Oh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Um, you know, this, this whole Sean Pate thing, you know, it, it makes a little bit of sense. Uh, you know, I think people get some high notes on the fact that he's, you know, this, this past season was very trying. But, you know, I, I think based upon – some of the other names that have been talked around, you know, the fact that Dennis Allen was a head coach speaks volumes. And I think if you're looking at the culture that we're talking about of what Peyton established over the years, it makes a lot of sense to elevate him to the head coaching job. And also when we've had to have interim roles, um, you know, at times he's, he's been the guy that was elevated. So, uh, you know, the, the fact that Pete Carmichael is still there, I think you're absolutely right. Let him come in and be your offensive coordinator. Um, the one that, that I know was supposed to be interviewing was Aaron Glenn, which is defensive coordinator right, right. now with uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know what kind of footing Dan Campbell is on up there and what kind of assurances he has to stay as defensive coordinator. Um, it, it, it might make some sense for him to come back home to the Saints, maybe give him a, a pay bump or whatever it may be if, if he is um, a guy that's being you know looked at as a head coach. But I think the one that, that, that's more important than anything is Jeff Ireland. Uh, I know he has been looking at a couple of, or has been interviewed for a couple of uh, GM jobs. And I know Mickey Loomis, you know, is, is the is the GM, but it was more of a triad between Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton, and then also with Jeff Ireland. With yeah. with Payton leaving the, the scene, I think it would bode really well to give uh, Jeff Ireland some kind of extension to keep him in the building, to keep that continuity there. And, and, and some of the calls have said this already, you know, going out and finding a couple of pieces on the offensive end, I think it's going to be possible. And, you know, this narrative that this is a cap situation that is in such disarray, we keep saying that every year. And, you know, we're always the team that's being rumored to be in play for the hot free agent that's out there. So there's a lot of things with, you know, Kai Hartley behind the scenes and, and Nicky Loomis, the way they're able to move the numbers around. Mm-hmm. I think we can go and attract a couple of people, but it's all going to hinge on who we can bring as the quarterback. And it's really going to be based upon the, the contract of what that contract is going to entail. This may not be the year you go after a young quarterback in the draft. I know Pickett's a guy um, that, that's been kind of earmarked to the Saints. Um, but I think the following year, I think if you look at maybe giving Jameis a, a prove-it deal, uh, bring back the, the, you know, the, the, the core of guys that you have to keep that continuity there and play some defense, um, Based upon the fact that Brady does retire, I think the Saints have a really good chance to win the division. And like you said, like we've talked about before, all you got to do is get in. And if you get in, you have an opportunity to win. So um, that, that's my take on it. And, it, it, you know, Sean gave us a, a, a bunch of great years. I was actually fortunate enough to be there in the Dome when, when Hartley kicked the field goal to put us into the, the Super Bowl. And I was present at the Super Bowl when Tracy Porter made the interception. And it was probably – one of the most gratifying days of my life, um, both those those times. And I, I saw grown men cry, and, you know, everybody has all the narratives. But it really was something. And, and that man changed this organization. He actually changed the culture of the city to believe in the Saints, to be aware that they are, and really kind of shows the, the you know, the fortitude that we've had to come back to Katrina and, and have all the bumps and bruises that we've had. And, and, look, he set us up for success, and I think this narrative about breaking it down i think you've talked about it once before about this is more of a rebuild a remodel than a complete renovate you know a tear it down and start all over yeah so i've been, I've been using know, kitchens and bathrooms big, is my analogy kitchens and yeah. bathrooms you're not tearing down a house they're they're pains in the butt kitchens and bathrooms they're expensive and they're never going to go the way you want but when you're done, it does add value to your place but you're not completely tearing down a house thanks general d appreciate the phone call bud
Thank you all. Y'all have a good day. Yep, got to get to coach because he's got to go pick up his kids. So I just need to know who wins and give me a score. Uh, we win three nil tonight. Three nil. Ooh, that's a nice. We nice tie, we tie nil nil on set on Sunday, <sighs> and we come back and win again about three nil three. Nil nil on Sunday. I think so. I think so. Nil nil. Nil nil zero zero is this. I know. I know. <laughs> Thank you, and Coach Kenny Farrell. Appreciate it, man. Give don't, a little insight listen. on the Saints there as well. And, uh, yeah, no problem. Seven points is good. Seven points out of right, uh, so That's what we want. Seven out of nine. In one week's time, you got three games. You got a game tonight, game Sunday, and a game next Thursday. Yeah, because you, hopefully Canada drop a few points. Remember, they've got they've got three games this weekend uh, Okay, this week as well. So is Mexico. All right. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Drive safe. Take care. Thanks. Yep, for sure. Don't forget, mobile gaming is coming. Jordan, tomorrow it's live. Are you ready? Have you signed up already? Have you uh, what's your what's your username? What's your no? I don't know anything. You don't got to tell me your password. I just want to know what your username is. I'm not telling you anything. NFL tight end. NFL tight end. Oh, we didn't we didn't talk to Connor Payton about you trying to sack his dad. Oh, oh well. There's a funny story about that. Really? Why don't you tell that story? Oh, look at that. We're out of time. Got to hit the break. We come back. Well, here's Sean Payton on the Dan Patrick Show. He was on there earlier this morning, the National Syndicated Show. Uh, Dan asked Sean to give some evaluations, I guess, huh? Is that what it was? Or his, his thoughts on how you would explain certain playoff situations from the past weekend? Put him on the spot. Oh, he did. It's a good interview, Dan. Real good. Uh, here we go. Sports Hangover, final segment next on ESPN New Orleans. <laughs> It's the start of something new sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with the Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Want more from your bank? Open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card, ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company. Cajun Banking. Served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Nice uh, Jester's jacket right there. That is a nice Jester's jacket. I might have <laughs> to... Poor uh, coach. He left was, a uh, gift for me. He um, left his jacket. He's a coach. So, you see, you're going to get this one day, by the way. It's what happens when you have chilling. If Razzle, you. He has plenty of them. I'll, just take, I'll take it for him. You're just going to take it for him? I'm going to take it. And whenever I see him next Kind of like when there's an award show and that person's not there to accept on his behalf. I'm be the first one yeah. to accept. On behalf of head coach Kenny Farrell, I will wear the Jester's jacket. Is that if what you're you ever, doing? If you ever get nominated for an Emmy. You'll accept it for me, huh? You're not there. Or wow. Car- you That's have to really go, nice of you. Or you have to go to one of Carver's, you know. That is very true. Parent-teacher conference, yeah. I'll be there to accept There was a uh, <clears throat> mid-year review on Wednesday. I was traveling, so the wife had to go. Huh. Yep. 30 minutes with Mrs. K on Carver. And I'm happy to report he knows his letters, his numbers, and he's doing well. It's a very good review. I was yeah. very proud. I was very proud. So he's doing well. Starting to sink and he's going to kindergarten. Uh, anyway, anyway, here's a Sean Payton this morning. Dan Patrick, um, 
asking him to kind of go over some things from the playoffs. Here's what he had to say. Now I'm asking you as an analyst. Yeah. How the well, hell did the, the Chiefs do that in 13 seconds? They did it because defensively, Buffalo played outside outside technique in a zone coverage defending the sidelines. The problem was Kansas City had timeouts, and you can't do that when a team has timeouts. So every receiver entered entered the defensive backfield with free access, particularly their better receivers, and it, and it just can't happen. And it didn't, you know, there's a there's a four man rush, but they're protecting the sidelines when Kansas City didn't need to get to the sidelines. Kansas City could go anywhere they wanted. That's good, but I would I would have cut that down to about fifteen seconds, and you would have, you would have loved it. Squeezed it in there. No, I like it. Know, so then, ask me the, the end of the Cowboys game, and let me see if I can do this better. Okay. Uh, what did the Cowboys do wrong in this situation? Everything. Well, look, they're trying to get in field. They're trying to get in touchdown range, and they ran a draw. We typically would throw a pass and down, down. Ultimately. I think two further, two more steps for, for Dak. Uh, he's got to slide a little quicker. He's up. Ball has to go to the umpire, then let's go. Um, we can never hand the ball to the center. Okay. I like that. You got to speak in 15 second sound bites. You, you, you should actually yeah. practice this. You know, if somebody yeah, asks like you it. a question, give them 15 seconds and, and have that clock in your head. You know, if, if pizza is delivered, 15 seconds, that's it. Drew like Brees it. calls you, 15 seconds per answer. <laughs> I don't know if Sean no, can asking, do that. By the way, I know he wants that 15. I love that. I, I love that explanation because Sean just told you exactly again why that didn't work. Defense blew it. Bad, bad play calling. And he's right. Kelsey's right. He's one of your weapons. He's right open over the middle. So to the point that we've always talked about when it comes to the Saints, this is why I think he, he, he would be an absolute great color analyst. Because what he's saying is Pat Mahomes lined up and knew exactly the play that was going to work. You was a receiver. Know it's going to work. The tight end. Know you're going to be open. Like, you know it. When you line up, you see it. That That's why that man was so good, and I think he'll be fantastic as a color analyst. Because he's telling you that... That's how you're successful. You know what's coming up. Football's way too fast at that level too. As I'm running, is am I open or not? You you heard Lance Moore today, Mike Carney today. You heard John Stinscombe today. Always above and beyond prepared to when they got to the game, they knew what was coming. Lance Moore saying earlier today, Sean Payton, I I knew what defensive guys were going to do to me and what the defensive tendencies were before we, we we got warmed up relaxes you. But I love that right there. Dan's trying to cut him off. Uh-uh, get, give me 35, 45 seconds of that because they call in the timeout. He can keep going. I love what he just said there. So what he just told you is Pat Mahomes was calm. The offensive line was calm. The routes, they, they're going to they're gonna be free because they can look and see what they're doing. Then you know you know your play is going to work. I mean that's that's why I think he's going to be good, Jimmy. You got literally sixty to ninety seconds before we go off the air, so go. Can you hear me, Gus? Yes, I can. Okay, hey, hey, I want to do uh, a, a different uh, out of the box thing. Let's do a Ted Lasso. Let's hire Coach Kenny and overpay <laughs> Dennis Allen and uh, Carmichael as Alfred's coordinator. <laughs> I like that. I'll hire Coach Kenny. It'd be that would be an interesting hire. I, I mean, I, I'd have an in. You know, he, he talked about culture, so he understands about culture. So outside the box, <laughs> overpay the offensive quarter, defense quarter, and uh, let him uh, talk culture. I love it. It's man. called football. Yeah, it is called football. <laughs> it's true. Go Ted Lasso on this. And, you know, the next time we have him in studio, we'll, we'll give him some plays. On defense and and, and, and see and his jacket back and we'll see, um, like what's the equivalent of zones and you know a blitz or something of that nature because I'm not familiar with that in soccer so it'll be fun. Thank you, Jimmy. Have a great day. Yeah, you too, man. Appreciate that. It's a fun phone call. That's good. I strategically used the Mac today perfectly. I forgot my. What are you at one percent? I am at my power cable. My other bag, since I switched, I'm at 5%. In between breaks, I've been shutting it off. I have been playing video. 
I made it. Started the show with 23%. I made it all the way. Started from the bottom. Now you're here. Still at the bottom. Well, there it is. I had fun today, man. I had fun today. And again, the interviews, Mike Carney, Lance Moore, Connor Payton, and John Stinchcomb as well. Just kind of look back at it. And again, there's a lot of different ways to look back at it, specifically with games, specifically with what, you know, he means to the city or to you or what you have. I mean, General D, the, you know, second to last caller kind of saying it too, man. It, um, of the entirety, yes, we can look at it. And, and they were. I mean, I, I've been critical. I thought the game playing against the Vikings in that playoff loss in the first round was terrible. You know, you just, like use your running back that played against. Like there was a lot of times where yes, not everything worked. Nobody is perfect. Nobody does that, right? Belichick didn't make the playoffs last year. So, I mean, when you you look at it, though, it's an entirety, it's the same feeling I have sort of with my sweatshirt that I wear now, dude. Cubs, I saw it. It happened. The manager that got him there got fired. Theo Epstein to put it together, killed it afterwards. Like in the bad way. Made bad moves. So you couldn't get more than one, but I'll always have that year. I'll have that photo of me kissing my wife, Carver nine, you know, eight months pregnant. She's wearing my Cubs jersey with a big old belly. And in the background is the Cubs celebrating on the field. I'll always have that. You know? You'll always have 2009. Matt Muscodin after further reviews next. We'll see you tomorrow on ESPN New Orleans.